Welcome to Powered by Her, exploring the stories of how area women power their business. Here, from the growing network of female entrepreneurs of the Upper Cumberland, with your host, Tiffany Anton, Director of Biz Foundry. Powered by Her starts now. Hello, you're listening to Powered by Her in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center. I'm Tiffany Anton with the Biz Foundry, and I have Anna Dunn in today. I'm so excited. It's taken us a while to schedule this out, I think. It has. I, I think that's <laughs> partly my fault. <laughs> the world of entrepreneurship is just like craziness. And, and, Part of the only reason I kind of got you in today is that you guys are closed today. Yeah. So um, Anna Dunn is with Soul Craft Coffee, um, a local coffee shop. Yeah. I appreciate you being here today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, so what is, what's, what's Soul Craft Coffee? Yeah. So um, specialty coffee shop. Um, we house make all of our sauces and syrups, all of our pastries. We do food. Um, we're on the west side of town. Um I can share that story with you at some point, how we got there. But um, but yeah, my husband and I own it together. Um, he kept his full-time job and I left my job um, to to run the business. So what? So in in Cookville, in the, the town we're in, um, there are some already pretty famous, well-known, iconic almost coffee shops. Yeah. So what? I mean, what makes you think like, yeah, let me do, let me do that. Let me bring more competition or or yeah. even collaboration, I guess, um, to this area when there's already kind of a couple places that are, like I said, kind of iconic. Um, what made you think, yeah, let me throw my hat in that ring? <laughs> yeah. Um, so Tyler and I have done coffee for a really, really long time and just in our own like our own thing. So we helped friends, open friend circles and stuff like that. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah for sure. We helped open. um Several different shops for other people. Um, one one was a large church in town, and then another one was in Baxter. Um, and so we did that and really helped other people do that. Just learned a lot. Super grateful for the opportunities that we've had. Um, went away, got married, went away, worked. I worked at Enterprise Rent a Car for five years, and then um, we knew that this was something we wanted to do. So we were searching for a better cup, a a more um, transparent cup of coffee, right? So, um, so let me just stop you for a second there. Yeah. So, uh, did you grow up in this area? I did, born and raised, both okay. of us. Okay. Yeah. So you're Cookvillians through and through. Yep. And so you went away for a little bit, um, but then you wanted to come back. Were you? Did you want to come back specifically for the coffee aspect or just the lifestyle Cookville aspect? So went to school at Tennessee Tech, um, and then got a job at Enterprise Rent a Car, um, Cookville Crossville area. Um, did that for five years and then but we knew that this was something that we wanted to do so um we saved our money um and then we bought a trailer in 2017 a coffee trailer to see if cookville so kind of like a food truck yeah absolutely absolutely. a coffee truck yes Mm -hmm. absolutely to see if cookville a could support a, a specialty coffee um idea mm-hmm. so it's this idea that we from from the farmer to me handing it to you that everything is ethically sourced mm-hmm. that we know exactly what they're paying for green coffee what we're paying the farmers that sort of thing um and also that we're um up in the game a little bit we're making our syrups and sauces and do you care about that does cookville care about that and at the very beginning we weren't really sure to be completely honest we, you know we have this trailer it's this whole new concept we were one of the first food trucks in cookville food truck um but we were only doing it on the weekends, mm-hmm. and so we would do it Friday or we would do it Saturday and Sunday because um, we still have full time. Because we were jobs. working full time, yeah. yeah. And so, um, 
so you and what year was that when you kind of launched that idea of um soulcraft it was 2017 2017 so you kind of um started doing this coffee um from a truck just to see if the concept would stick which is kind of some people just are like let's jump right in and and start this big business and um you kind of wanted to dip your toe in a little bit first yeah and so that became successful that was doing doing well um and so then what made you decide to take that next leap to get a brick and mortar space for yourselves yeah so that was kind of the process um and it's kind of yin and yang with tyler and i like he's very much accounting background oriented and i'm more of the face and so he said this is the process that we need to take and i i wholly supported it i'm more like hey let's just jump in you know um but it was really smart um and what we what we actually didn't what we actually did we didn't realize we were doing is we created this really um tight-knit customer base um we we got to spend a lot of time with them because we weren't super busy at that trail at the beginning of the trailer days and where um, were you parking the trailer so you take this trailer out. so we we tried to move it around city of cookville is really tough um yeah. in that realm i think they've got a lot better but um we ended up just staying at first realty um so it's right off of low right beside the justice center so mm-hmm. easy to get in and out lots of parking um and like i said at the very end of the trailer it was you know we were open nine to one or I can't even remember now, nine to four or something like that. And it was aligned the entire time. Mm-hmm. So we knew at that point, hey, this is, it's time. We only live once. We're working 80 hour weeks, probably still working 80 hour <laughs> weeks, but actually doing what we want to do, you know. Um, but we knew this was something we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And so, and our people wanted it. They're like, man, we would just love to like sit down with you to have a conversation with you and not this like awkward through the window, mm-hmm. you know, we're up high and they're down low kind of deal. And so, um, so yeah, that's kind of how the brick and mortar um, dream came to be. Um, but really it was, it was from the start, you know, we, we wanted to see if it would work. And then we were like, yes, this can definitely work. We're definitely going to do this. Um, then what does it look like? And so we spent probably, a year, two years, um, just kind of sharing with the people that were really special to us. Hey, our dream is to open a brick and mortar. We want to be on the West side and, but, and that's where we want to be. And I think when you like kind of have that goal and you know that that's what you want, then you can just be patient until the right building, the right place comes around. Um, and so what, you, what was that building before? I can't even remember. Yeah, that. so it was called Streamliner Creative. Oh yeah, it was like a design. Yep, website design, yeah. logo design company. Um, and growing I went up in here, there one time, and no one was in the building. Like, yeah, I yeah. Was like, what What is this? Who is for this? sure? So, um, can I tell you the story about kind of how this yes, happens? Yes, um, I, let me re- let me let me uh, reintroduce kay. you for okay. those who are just joining us. We have Anna Dunn from Soulcraft Coffee, and you're in the Hinson Oakley Podcast Center. You're listening to Powered by Her. So. You you wanted to be downtown, right? And and like I said, there's a patience with that, which can be frustrating, but then kind of can be like a little liberating. Like we're not in a rush, we're not in a bidding war to make sure we just get out of this trailer. So there's right. some excitement with that too. Yeah, absolutely. And that was kind of the plan. We still had our full time jobs. We weren't sure what it looked like, and we could wait, so we could be patient. And so we get a phone call from a really close family friend who we had shared with. Hey, you know. She was, she's well involved in the community and, and we said, Hey, we, you know, we want to, we want a space on the West side. And she said, I think I may have an idea for you. And so, um, 
we actually, the guys who bought the building, super awesome dudes. Um, and we met with them and their realtor over at the space, which was Streamliner Creative at the time. Mm-hmm. After work, we had both, or I had been to work and Tyler was about to go to work and we sit down with them. Well, we walk in and I mean, the walls are chocolate brown. There's carpet, there's walls everywhere. And I'm like, I, I can't, I don't have that kind of vision. Like I can't mm-hmm. see a space like that. I need somebody who's a little bit more artsy and anyways, but so we sit down with them and they they were adamant. They felt so drawn. Like we didn't even know them. Yeah. We had never met either of these guys. And they said, we don't want anyone but you here. Wow. Is that incredible? Yeah. I mean, they didn't know us. We're, you know, at this time, it's 2019. We're still in our 20s. You know, like, we're just a bunch of two kids. We got this trailer. We're doing all this crazy stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't know. We walked away, and and I just remember looking at Tyler thinking, first of all, I don't think that we can we can do it in this space. Um Obviously, we did. And right. obviously, it looks a lot different than it did before. But um, And it was closed off. There was not the kitchen that you have. Oh, no. Now and- we, so, so yeah. So, we start having conversation about Tyler's like, I think we can do it. And I'm like, okay, I'm with you. you let's do it. And uh, and so, what they did is we just worked out a deal where we just gutted the place. And, um, and yeah, now it is today. We've got a kitchen. We've got, you know, obviously, bathrooms and seating area and our espresso bar and and a really that. nice front window and yeah so I think the thing that's really n- neat I love the downtown Cookville area yeah. and the feel and all the things that we've been doing on the west side I love uh, you know the biz foundry itself being yes. down there and I can walk to all these restaurants or, or um, boutiques or get my hair done now across the street from you guys right and, um, you know coffee shops and stuff and so you're part of this ethically sourced um kind of healthier know where your food is coming from kind of movement which is great but then you're also just a part of the downtown feel of cookville and you're adding to the value of this community in general yeah i appreciate you saying that that was like our dream you know we've grown we've grown up here and you know years ago there was only crawdaddies well let's so let's let's go back to that so anna as like you know a 10 year old what did what did anna as a 10 year old say she wanted to do with her life oh gosh i was a tomboy and wanted to be a vet my whole life and that and then you know that's just what you do like a veterinarian a yeah. Wanna, yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 i got my undergrad in psychology you know and that's the thing too is growing up here it's like do you move away do you stay you yeah. know and um, and a lot i feel like a lot of times people in their especially maybe teens in Cookville, it's like, ah, there's nothing here. This isn't, you know, I got to get out of this town. Yeah. So were you kind of one of those? Or or I do think there are some teenagers that are like, this is great. I love this town. This is a great community. Sure. Um. So Tyler and I have been together a long time. And so when we were in college, there becomes a conversation like, hey, what are we, what are we going to do? Are we going to move away? He got his undergrad in, in, in accounting. Is he going to work Fortune 500? Like, what does that look like? Are we going to move to Nashville? And again, Nashville isn't what it is today. Mm-hmm. So um, long story short, we just kept coming back to what can we contribute to this community? Can we be change agents? Can we say, hey, this community is amazing. We have all of these great people here. Can we can we forge the way kind of? And that's kind of what the coffee trailer thing is. I'm not going to tell you that it was easy. And anybody that talks to me about coffee trailer world or, or food truck world to tell them like it's there's resiliency there's a lot of resiliency and entrepreneurship and doing these food truck type things um but can we contribute and 
in a way that is helpful and encouraging to our community. And I think that's why we stayed. I love the fact that you just said we wanted to be change makers. And first, and I've lived in Virginia, New Mexico, Michigan. I feel like there's been other here. <laughs> I feel like there's been other places, but um, there, there are so many people who want to um, invest into the community yeah. that they want to be change makers in the community here that I've never seen anywhere else I've been. And why do you think that is? What? I think it's just this deep love of the Upper Cumberland. I think it's, um, I think we see each other. Um, and like, I see those people. I see those people loving our community and loving each other. And even, even our competitors, right? I quote, I did quotation marks, like, because there are people, mm -hmm. right? Justin and Hannah Davis who embraced, there are people. Mm -hmm. Like Justin spoke at our wedding. 100% awesome humans and they're they're doing their own thing too and they're foraging away um for you know for our community and just a positivity I think this community really believes in in high tides rise all ship raise all ships yeah and so um and you don't have that a lot of times in entrepreneurship it can be a dog eat dog world and um I think the more the sooner you can learn that collaboration is not the death of your business, yep. the farther you're going to go. Oh, yeah. And so it's really interesting. And I don't know how do you how if you could tell people who are listening there, it's not just people who are here. Hopefully, you know, all over people are listening right? to this podcast. So what would you tell a business owner that to to change the, the la landscape of their community? Go find people that you see that are passionate about what they're doing and love on them, buy from them, support them. Even if you can't support them within your business, like support them outside your business. Mm -hmm. So frequent your local shops, like, and that sounds so stupid, but it's, it's true. Like we have a, a local bread, um, company Megs, you've had her mm -hmm. on. Um, she is fantastic. A wonderful friend of mine before she, before we started doing food at the shop, we would order food. We would order bread every week mm -hmm. because I, I believed in her and I support I wanted to support her, even if it was an eight dollar, you know, loaf of bread. Well, and one of the things we were talking about earlier before you started um, is that you've had some jewelry makers in. And so yeah. they, you allow them to set up their stuff and um, oh, sell sure. their, their wares. And, and that doesn't necessarily fit into coffee or selling coffee or whatnot. Um, but you see the value in supporting other entrepreneurs. Oh, 100%. And even if, so there was a conversation with my friend who does macarons, um, the French cookie, yes. uh, Kirsten. She she didn't ask to set up at our shop. And I said, I just asked her one day, I was like, because she comes in the shop all the time. I was like, hey, you know, why haven't you asked me? And she was like, I, didn't, I thought you would say no, because you do your own pastries. I was like, I got my calendar out. I was like, when do you want to do it? Yeah. Do I make macarons? Macarons. Macarons. I know. Sorry. Mac so, so we're going to. Southern macaron, macarons. We're going to go out, outside of um, <laughs> Soulcraft Coffee right now. We're just going to give a little tidbit to everyone who's listening. So we're not trying to be fancy when we say macaron. That is, we've we've learned, Kirsten has ta yep. taught us that that's actually how you say it. Absolutely. Um, so just it, a macaroon is like coconutty and like white and a macaron is like a little sandwich with yumminess inside. in the middle i don't yeah. even know how to but yeah go google both of them and you'll see there's a difference and <laughs> so thanks for saying that because it does feel it feels weird saying macaron but that's how you say I it i know i know that's your psa for the day like so, <laughs> so for everybody listening um yeah that's that's yeah. what you need to know yeah but so iron sharpens iron one but two 
to be able to love, that's that's where my heart is, is to be able to love our community, love our customers, and just love people who are who are hustling and trying. And I see those people because that's me, mm-hmm. right? I see Meg, I see Kirsten, and I want, I want them to succeed. And what can I do? So I think for other entrepreneurs that are in different areas and stuff, it's like the constant thought of what can I do to help my neighbor? Mm-hmm. What can I do to help this girl, this woman succeed? Because I feel so strongly that... We need to help each other and encourage each other. So, In case you're just joining us, we have Anna Dunn in the Henson Oakley Podcast Center. You're listening to Powered by Her. I'm Tiffany Anton from the Biz Foundry. And um, so one thing, so you, you were just mentioning these these people and po- partnering with them. At, yep. And I'm going to just break it down to the business aspect of that, though, too, is that if you have a jeweler, you have the French cookie, you have these people into your shop. They're bringing their whole audience sure. to see your people yep. and your whole audience uh, sees them. Yep. I think sometimes in this smaller region, people feel like they're so well connected and they know everyone. I just had a conversation with a friend yesterday that said, I said, it's really difficult for me when somebody says to me, I know everyone because no one knows everyone. No. And as small as this town feels, um, when I first moved here, I was a stay-at-home mom and I had a, a young child and I was with a bunch of other stay-at-home moms and, and some of them were from here, some of them were transplants and it felt like, oh, we're so connected. And then when I started working at the Biz Foundry, I'm like, these are a whole group of people I've never met before. Right. And then I'll meet somebody else who's really well connected and I'm like, oh my gosh, you have all these people that I don't know. Yeah. And so I think that's... A, a really big aspect of it too is that don't be afraid of the collaboration because their people mm-hmm. and your people then mix and you you kind of share your crowd together. Absolutely, absolutely, and you can you can really change the dynamic, right? Of the way people feel about the idea that you don't have to hate hate or dislike or talk bad about one to love the other. Right? You can love all of them. Yeah, and you can support all of them. It's just like we were talking with Ben, like you know he can love all of these. You yes. know, different nutrition shops. He doesn't yeah. have to just support one. Right. Yeah. And I think that's the thing is just um, and I love that about this area and this region and and really. But it it really does help your own business. I mean, I, I'm just don't we don't need to beat around that bush is that it, it does really. I mean, people who are here and they're struggling in their business and they think, oh, I don't I'm so scared to reach out and, and collaborate with because then I might lose customers. And it's like, but you're 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 just you can gain your grow your audience in ways that you never thought you could right there's a bigger picture right and there's a there's a bigger picture of community and um and being a part and and forging a new way yeah um and i I think it it is an old way to think like you know and kind of the maybe the way that the old school way is like protect your own and like all this thing. And, and maybe it's our nature to kind of do that, but it's like fighting against that and saying, no, there's a better way. Yeah. There's a better way to love people. There's a better way to be a part. And I think that that's kind of what we're doing. And I really, like you said, I really feel like our community, especially the people that I've chosen to surround myself with. And I think that's a huge thing too, is you need to find people that are like-minded to surround yourself with. One of the people that I think of when I think of, partnering and things like that is Rodney Lalo backroom bistro. He he's the owner there and he just did seed to fork last night and he is partnering, partnering with all of these local businesses, some of which does do the same thing he does. Yes. And, um, and yeah. And so it's just, it's a beautiful example of, of what that looks like. Mm-hmm. And if you surround yourself with people like that, you naturally, it kind of comes out as like, you just support each other and, yeah. um, and love each other 
So we, um, most of the listeners of the podcast are women. And so, um, and as women, we tend to do all the things all the time. (laughs) And so you are also a realtor as well. So when did that kind of come into play and how did that, you know, in your process of, um, starting the food truck, where's that in the the timeline? Sure. So, um, so we, when we knew that, um, that we were going to open the shop, there becomes this conversation of, um, okay, well, this is the main hustle, but what what can I do to contribute as a woman as, hey, I pay my own stuff. I want my own things. I don't want to. And of course, my, my husband's fantastic. I I wouldn't ever have to ask him, but I don't want to have to ask him. I want to contribute I think that, that's, my own money. I think that's a thing that women put on themselves. And that's, a, I mean, it's just the way we are. But yeah. <laughs> yes. And so just, and that's completely transparent. I wanted to be able to say, hey, the shop, we have it. It's got its own business plan and it may or may not pay me any money right now, <laughs> but it will. But how um, how am I going to make money to contribute to our family? Like, you know, it's just me and him, but still like we have dreams and goals and things like that. And how can I contribute? And so um, real estate has always been one of our things. So we've collected several rental houses, some storage units, things like that over the years. And so it kind of came natural and it also came natural because my mother-in-law has sold real estate for 25 years. So, um, I was still at enterprise. We knew we were going to open the shop. And I said, what if I got my real estate license and I helped Kathy? And so I called her, I said, Hey, how do you feel about this? Could we work together? Of course, she's a fantastic woman, amazing woman. And she said, I've been waiting for you to ask me. So, but there's seasons, right? I needed to go and I needed to work at Enterprise. I needed to learn all the things that I've learned there. I'm super grateful for my time that I had there. But I needed to do that to be able to come in and have that really intense work ethic to to move forward, to kind of do my own thing. So, What would you say is your favorite part about entrepreneurship is it the investing into the community because you can tell I mean it's just oozing out of you that you really love that and you feel very passionate about that or is it just like kind of being your own boss and running your business or what what's the best part about being an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. there's there and don't get me wrong we're we're talking about all the good things and and there's it's a hustle it's a hustle Mm -hmm. and there's there's no doubt about that um but I love that I love to work um always have but I think yeah the community aspect obviously um, is something that's super important to me, but it's also a platform to leave people better than you found them. Whether it's your customers, your clients in real estate, your employees. I feel very strongly that our employees are part of our own, whether it's for this, and we understand that it's probably just for a season, but to love them well, to guide them well. Um, I feel very, very strongly that that's part of, um, what um, has been put in me to sort of invest out. And no, we don't always get it right. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect, but for them to feel like they can approach me and say, hey, I, I have this issue. What do you think? Yeah. You know, and so, yeah. You, you mentioned that, I mean, and, and let's be honest, entrepreneurship is not always the greatest. It's not always rainbows and sunshine and it's not always easy. Right. Um, there's a lot of hard aspects of it. Um, so. Can you think of a time where you thought this isn't going to work? We're going to have to like turn around and and figure figure out something else. No. And I think you have those people. And I I hate to say that cuz like I feel like I'm, I got it all together. I don't. There's never been a moment where I've said we have made a bad mistake. Um it's 
okay, well, I am working 80 hours a week and I'm about to strangle somebody. So we need to get some help in here. Mm-hmm. All right. That's sort of what that looks like yeah. is, is I just, I need help or um, let's change this up. And I think we just were really, really ready and got ourselves into the mindset of we tell every employee that we hire in the interview process, we don't have it all together. I'm going to tell you that this is how we think it's going to go, but we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I need you to be, uh, I need you to be flexible. Um, we're, we're very flexible. We're like, okay, we'll change this up. We'll try this. Um, I think if you have that mindset of, of just being like flexible, mm-hmm. that it, it goes a lot better for you yeah. for sure. Um, but there's never been a time where we were like, we've made a really, really bad mistake. Well, and I now. think some, a lot of times it, most entrepreneurs kind of say that, um, and I think that's because they they see the goal. They're they're going yeah. forward. They're not going backwards. They're right. not looking back to see what mistakes they made. They're going forward to see how can I be successful and catch my dreams the way I want to catch them. Yeah, for sure. I think you you hit the nail on the head. Um, having goals, having short goals, like hey, this is where we need to be um, this month, next month. But this is also where we want to be in five years Mm -hmm. and having very clear goals about what you want um, and being on the same page with your business partner, whoever that might be, is super important because then you see the you see the long term. Right. You may not be making a lot of money right now or whatever, like because let's be honest, like we're not just here not to make money. You know, we're here to do all these other things, too. But we're all we want to make a living for our families. But we may not be doing great right now. But what does it look like in five years? You know, um, as we as we continue that hustle and and we say, hey, you know, I might be putting in 60 hours a week at Soulcraft right now, but in two or three years, it might look like a normal human, like 30 or 40, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and I think one thing that I could encourage entrepreneurs is you've got to work your business. You can't, I. it's hard to be super successful if you aren't there, mm-hmm. um, unless you've bought something that's not yours from the ground up. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't imagine walking away from my business and expecting for my employees to they're fantastic they're fantastic I will say that I am so proud of them I really we we did really well but and hiring them but to walk away and not um not be involved is would be very difficult well and I think it's I mean people have really um compared it to having a child raising a baby and so it's like yeah yeah, you you can let other people babysit but you would not like step away and like it's great you know you're you're invested into that you have you know you had this idea you started from the ground up and you you know birthed this idea and and so it is really um and eventually, and and we'll get into that in a second. But eventually, sometimes that's that's the plan is to hand it off, yeah, just as we do our children. But it's a long process to get there. So absolutely. So what is the future for Soulcraft? What Soulcraft Coffee? What do you? What I do you mean, think? right now we just so we just introduced some food. Um, super proud about that. That was in the plan. It actually was in the like early 2020 plan, but you know, COVID. So um, we tabled that. Um, just introduced it really the last several weeks. I'm really proud of that. Um, and you know, there's a lot. There's a lot, and um, that we just we have plans for. You know, little things to change and. Um, and big things. And I'm just, I'm excited for it for sure. Yeah. So how can people find you or get a hold of you or? 
Yeah. So working on a website. Thank you, TTU. Um, and Andrea, you know Andrea. Yeah, Andrea um, Cruz. I, I was not even trying to try to say her last name. The she's Center fantastic. For Rural Innovation. That's right. Yeah. She's awesome. We have a fantastic university here. She um, has been on. She takes um, pictures and she's been yes, on the podcast. Yes, she before, has. So. Yeah. So she's part of my Art Prowl mm-hmm. Art Community uh, crew that I feel very, very strong and protective of. I love mm-hmm. them so much. Um, but anyways, so thankful for Andrea that we're going to have a website soon. That was where I was going with that. Uh, we got Facebook, Instagram, Soulcraft Coffee. Um, we've got a phone number. Order online. You can say your phone number. So our phone number is 854-0017. Um, all right. Phone number and website soon coming. Yep. Um, all your Facebook, social media. Instagram, Soulcraft Coffee. Um, you can order online, soulcraftcoffee.square.site. Uh, we've got curbside pickup still. We'll probably continue that for quite a while. And you're right downtown on Broad Street in yep. Cookville, Tennessee. And um, yeah, I'm really excited to see kind of where you guys go. I lo- Like I said, I love walking around the corner for you guys. And I'm not as huge of a coffee drinker, but you got your lemonade, your fuzzy lemonades. I don't know. Yeah. What, that's what I call <laughs> I love it. That's cute. That's awesome. So um, anything else before we go? Anything else? Party words? Um, No. I think I'm just really grateful to be here and thank you for having me. Um, I'm so proud of the women in our community and you are encouraging that. And I, I think sometimes we just don't get seen um, because we're out there hustling and that, just like you said, you not you don't know everybody, and mm-hmm. we sometimes don't know everybody because we're hustling so hard, right? And we're working so hard that we're just like in it and we're doing it, and um, and so thank you for huh. giving me a platform to be able to just share and. Um, kind of let everybody know what's going on, and I so. love the, the 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 my hope of this podcast is that it inspires people to to think I can do it too. Because ten yes. year old Anna did not think, probably eighteen year old Anna did not think I'm going to own a business no. and I'm going to run this business. You got a degree in psychology. It's not like you thought I'm going to have all these business skills to do this, and but you just had this dream and this passion, and you you did it. Yeah, and so I think that's my biggest thing for this is that I want people to understand if you have enough passion for whatever it is you can find people along the way to help you get to where you want to be 100% you just search them out and and say hey mentor me that's one huge thing I I was telling a girl the other day she was interviewing me for tech something at tech and I said you need to find a mentor find somebody that you see doing what you love and ask them to be your mentor. Just ask them if they say no then you just find somebody else Mm -hmm. like no big deal but you need to find somebody that you, and, and I've had those people in my life along the way and I'm su- super grateful. And that was before the whole like this. Maybe it was even like a real word, um, but they just kind of stood alongside me and encouraged me. And um, and in all the hard things in our lives, we've all been through those things. It's like you get to choose if you're going to be if you're going to like if it's going to get you down or if you're going to just like pull yourself up by your bootstraps and move forward and say this is not going to this isn't going to be who I am I'm going to be better than this yeah and I think that a mentor you can have different mentors for different things so you can have a business mentor that's that's going to be the one that's like no those aren't the right numbers that you you need to reprice your your products but you can have somebody that's just the one that's like no keep going yes because I'm not going to let you give up because I know this means a lot to you and so mentors doesn't you know it doesn't have to be the the smartest book smart person or whatnot they can give you um different ways to kind of fill your bucket is what we say in my house um yes in different aspects absolutely my it's she's a friend but she's financial advisor fantastic human she I sat down with her and I had tears in my eyes when I was working at enterprise I was making really great money and she I said do I leave my job and she looked at me and she goes yes 
Yeah. You do. And I needed somebody who wasn't my mama, <laughs> who is my biggest fan, yeah. um, to say to me, you can do this. I see you and you are, you can do this yeah. and you need to leave your job and you need to just do it. And mm-hmm. to, still to this day, she calls me and checks on me. And, um, and again, it had nothing to do with finances. It had to do with, do you do do I see this in you? Mm-hmm. And she said, yes. And so that's, that's a huge encouragement to your listeners is that just find those people in your life that are going to encourage you. And if they don't get them away from you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's very true. I mean, it's, it's, it's true. It is true. So thank you so much, Anna. Yes, thank you. Everybody go check out Soulcraft coffee. Um, go stop by there, check out the website yep. um, and grab a cup of coffee. Thanks. Thank you. You've been listening to Powered by Her. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.